Hello and welcome to My Camino, the podcast. I'm Dan Mullins and I'm actually at the moment somewhere between Lourdes and Santiago de Compostela walking my second Camino. You can follow my journey by searching hashtag the singing pilgrim or hashtag el peregrino cantante. I'm taking a small parlor guitar with me and I'm singing for my supper across Spain. Someone sent me a card this week and I loved the line inside. It said, wherever you go becomes a part of you somehow. And there are Camino community groups and fellowships all over the world. Well, there's an outstanding Facebook page for Australian and international pilgrims, the the Australian pilgrims on the Camino de Santiago, or de Compostela. One of the co-conveners is Susan Morris. Susan, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. I have to concede I don't know a lot about you, so we can learn about each other together. Tell us, when, <laughs> when did you walk your first Camino? I walked my first Camino in 2013, in uh, May and June. And, the, and when did you walk your last Camino? In 2014, and I had to retire injured. Oh, um, and come back home early. So, oh, what happened? Uh, I tore a part of my Achilles tendon, my right Achilles Ow. tendon. Ow. And yes, how, yes. How did how did you do it? <laughs> Coming, um, you've walked the Camino before, haven't you? Yes, Dan? yes. Yeah, have you done the the Francis? Yes, and I I started ha- exactly halfway, Sahun. Ah, right. Well, I was coming down to Zabiri, or I think that's the way you pronounce it, and slipped on the rocks there and um, damaged what was already a damaged tendon. So it it just sort of made it worse. And in the end, I got to Pamplona because I'd kept on walking. I thought, yeah, no, 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 I'm going to be strong here. Kept on walking, and when I got to Pamplona, I just had to concede that I couldn't go any further. Well, because you're the first person I've spoken to who's retired, hurt as it were. So, so, uh-huh. so how how did it how did it feel? You must have been bitterly disappointed. I was, I was, and. Because of that, as a direct um, result of that, the group Australian Caminos on the uh, Australian Pilgrims on the Camino, I actually started that when I got after I got home after that um, accident. So I started up the group. Yeah. How did you get? I mean, you clearly were were you must have been in a lot of pain. How was it coming mm. home on the flight and everything? It was actually good. I came home with Qatar Airlines and they were wonderful. They blocked a group of seats for me so I could put my leg up and looked after me so, so well. So I was I was really lucky. I had my Camino angels surrounding <laughs> me everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so let's go back then to the first time uh, you walked. Do you remember how you first learned about the Camino? Oh, I don't actually remember it, but it was it had been in my head for many, many years, and I'd read I'd read various books about it over the last say seven or eight years, but uh, I don't remember how I actually heard about it in the beginning, really. 
have no idea idea at all. I think it was meant to be, yes, you know, in some way. And in 2012, I was realised I was going to be turning 65 in 2013, and I had a lot of health issues. So I thought, right, I'm going to challenge these issues and I'm and give myself a birthday present, and have a go at doing this walk. And that's how it came about. Who who did you walk with the first time? Just just me. Just, just me. You. I went yep, went on my own. And that was a leap of faith as well because it was the first time I'd ever gone on a trip on a big overseas trip on my own. What did your family and friends make of it? Uh, <laughs> my daughter was a pool. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> she rang up my ex-husband and she said, Dad, what do you think you're doing letting Mum do this? <laughs> and my son, who actually shares the house, shares my house with me, he was very, very supportive right from the very beginning. So, And, yeah. and even though, well, can I ask, perhaps you don't remember, but were you even more emboldened even more you know was it was the fact that people were, were doubting you or or, or concerned yeah. about it was it even more wind in your sails as it were oh definitely yeah. definitely <laughs> i thought ha, 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 i'm going to show you guys i'm going to do this <laughs> terrific and so, so no matter no matter how hard it is I'm going to do it. Oh, good on you. And, I love it. Yeah. And, and so that very yeah. first one, so 2013, you, you turned, we won't say the age again, but let's say you were well-travelled. And, <laughs> and, and let's say, where did you start and how far did you walk? I started in Pamplona and I walked to Santiago de Compostela from there. Right. And what time of the year was it, Susan? In, I started in the middle of May. Oh, oh in the middle of May... Middle of May or just prior to that. I'm not quite sure of the date. Yeah, yeah. And finished on the 24th of June. Okay, so about five weeks. Five, five and a half weeks it yeah. took me, yes. And, yeah, and, yeah. and was it, do you remember, was it very busy? That's a pretty busy time of the year to walk. Uh, look, it was, it was busy from Saria to yeah. Santiago. The rest of the time, some days were busy. Some some days were so quiet, I didn't see anyone else. Yeah. Um, some hostels were half empty. Some hostels were full. But I only came to one host, one one town where everything was uh, closed, and I had to find somewhere else to stay. And that meant walking to the next place or ca- and catching a taxi as well. Um, but I can't quite remember where that was. Uh, the mem- my memory my memory is not what it was three or four years ago. But it, it's, it's great, you know, that you, you walked that and then it was only you, you couldn't wait to get back. Uh, I'd imagine it, you, you wanted to get back. So what was it, 18 months later, you were back? Uh, I wanted uh, – it was – a. Just over a year later. Right, yeah. But, um, like, when I first arrived in, in, in Santiago de Compostela, I said to myself, right, that's it, that's it. 
I'm never going to do this again. Done enough. I've, I'm finished. And all I wanted to do was get home. As soon as I got home, I wanted to be going again. So yeah. it's a really, uh, and it's and it's so much in my blood now. It's it's just there. Yeah. I, I mentioned in the introduction the fellowship, mm. and and I think part of that is being a pilgrim, and mm. and I certainly, I in fact leave tomorrow. Um, to go for walk to, for six weeks from Lourdes to Santiago, and that's what I'm mm. looking forward to most is being oh. in the company of other pilgrims, yes. and and and, yes. and that Camino family is very special, isn't it, Susan? Oh, very, 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 very special, very important, very special. It happens sort of. Um, it happens when you don't realise it. You know, you you can be, you're walking all by yourself and then suddenly there's someone beside you and that person becomes a part of your Camino family or not, as the case may be. But, you know, usually um, most, of, most of the people that I met whilst walking on the Camino have become good friends in in so many ways. Yes. Yes. And and so can I ask you then, were you or are you a spiritual person? I I am a spiritual person. Yes. Yes. And and had you heard of the the, the spiritual nature of the Camino before you left? Well you must have if you read those books. I did I had. I had heard of it, yes. Um it didn't Prior to leaving, though, I, you know, as much as I'd read, I hadn't realised just how how um, big a part that would play in the walk. And how did it sort of dawn on you? Do you remember on that first that first Camino when you thought, "Wow, there's really something special happening here"? Well, one day, one day, I don't know. I cannot remember where it was. It was early on in the piece. And I was pretty exhausted, got to this little place, just walked into a church, and I was sitting in the back of the church. There was nobody else there. I just sat down, and I started to cry for no reason. I thought for no reason at all. And I had this lovely sort of warm feeling come around me like like a cloak. And I was able... I. Before I'd gone into the church, I thought, oh, God, I'm exhausted. I really am and my feet are hurting and I've got, oh, whatever. Um, I didn't have blisters, but my feet were hurting and my legs were hurting and my back was hurting. But I came out of the church a few minutes later, still in tears and thinking, oh, I don't know what that was all about. I don't know where that came from, but I was able to keep going pain had gone everything was just fine yeah yeah the energy yeah. you see the energy and, and and often you're walking along and you think you see somebody and you think wow that that man or the, or that woman is is considerably older than i thought somebody would have been able to they charge away on the it's the energy uh, it's the most incredible thing it absolutely, really is absolutely absolutely I was staying in, um, where was it, Burgos, in the, uh, 
uh, the hostel. There's a hostel there and it was run by the nuns. And they put me up on the top floor and the all the bunks were occupied by men. There was very little room between each bunk. And then someone came came up the stairs and said, Oh, Sue, Sue, there you are. We've saved we've saved a bunk for you downstairs. And I thought, Oh, I have to carry my pack all the way downstairs. But then this elderly man who was sitting on a bunk beside me just stood up, stood up, picked up my bag, carried it down the stairs for me. <laughs> and I said, you know, started talking to him and he told me he was 92 years old. And I went, ah, 90, how amazing. That is 92. extraordinary. Yep, 92. Yep, yep. And here he was yep. carrying your bag. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Carrying my bag down the stairs, and I mean, you know, <laughs> that's a great story. I, I, I it's, yeah. it's astounding. I, I have spoken to other pilgrims about it and encountered it myself. When you think, you know, I'm absolutely had it here. I, this is a really yeah. big, a big hill here. Or, you know, I'm really struggling, and then someone will charge past you, and you think, goodness me, <laughs> what on earth are yes. you getting that energy? <laughs> That that <laughs> happens all the time. So so let's talk about other pilgrims then. Did you find mm. them welcoming? And I'm asking this question because I know a lot of people are thinking of walking and listening to these podcasts. So did mm. you find other pilgrims welcoming and in that spirit that we've talked about, the spirit of what you expected and hoped for your journey? Uh, I hadn't had much expectations about other pilgrims but I found as as you just said I I found their their helpfulness the sense of community it was it was just there it was as if you knew those people you you had known those people all your life yeah yeah and mm. And how did you feel? Now, we spoke earlier about it taking a certain bravery for you mm. to, 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 to take that big step. I mean, you, like you mm. said, the first big journey on your, on your own. Mm. What do you think you learned about yourself then by taking that leap of faith? Uh, I learned that I could do things that, uh, yes, I didn't need didn't need anybody else's help. I can do this on my own. I mean, in in terms of um, family, you know, yes. help family helping out and yes. things like that. I I thought because other other um, prior to that, I had relied on my family or some of my family for answers to questions. How do I do this? What do I do? Do you think this is good to do? Da, 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 da. And, and I realised, hey, no, I don't have to ask those questions anymore. I can do this myself. Yeah. That's a big step. Mm-hmm. You, 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 waited, you waited a while, if you don't mind me saying, to learn that, though. Uh it took me, <laughs> yes. Well, I, I had a, um, a difficult, difficult time growing up. Um, the fam- uh, my father was very, very strict and very, um, what can I say, 
you must you do this, you don't do that, da yeah. da 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 da. Yeah. And then when I was married, I felt the same way. Then I, you know, I was always somebody's, I mean, somebody's daughter, somebody's wife, somebody's mother. I wasn't me, and part of part of my Camino was actually finding me as a person. How lovely. And did you like what you found? I did. Good I did on like you. what I found. <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and so and so when well, I mean, here I am thinking again about mm-hmm. about Susan finding Susan. It must mm. have been really quite exhilarating for that to have dawned it, on you. It 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 was, it was, and it was in the middle of the Mesetta, I think it was. Ah, yes. And I'm walking along and I'm thinking about things and as you do, and suddenly I stopped and I put my hand up in the air and said, yes, yes. <laughs> and I think that was, that was a defining moment for me. Were you on your own? I was on my own. And so people, other I, people are looking, like, what on earth is this woman doing? You stopped in the middle I, of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say that. I, one, when I did it, I suddenly thought, ooh, ooh, oops. And I stood there looking around me to see if anyone was looking at That's me. so great. Oh, no, how fantastic. And if, if you're listening and you're wondering what Susan's talking about, the Masetta is a week of walking on the plains. There is really nothing. It's There's no mountains, there's no trees. It's just plain and flat and boring and exhilarating oh. at the same time because mm. you do have all of that time just to let your mind wander freely. It's, it's so fantastic. Mm. I, I was going to throw... I was going to ask one more question just before... I, I, I like to throw a couple of um, just a couple of things at people. But what I want to what did you think you learned from other pilgrims, Susan? What do I think I learned from other pilgrims? Mm. 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 Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, when I when when I've asked that question before, people say that they they saw in other pilgrims a bit of themselves and uh, and they saw an ability and certainly another person has said to me just in the last fortnight which i thought was a lovely thing to say that they saw in other pilgrims an ability to listen and how important it was to listen oh absolutely yes yes and and i what i found was people did listen and people actually heard what you said yes do you know you people can listen but not hear you yes on my word i found that yep i found that absolutely fabulous because you could you could walk with um it didn't matter uh who you were or what you were you could be walking with you know with a a prince or a pauper but everybody, everybody was the same. Everybody yeah. was um, a pilgrim. <laughs> yes, everybody yeah, was a pilgrim. That's right, yeah. We 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 all we all carried our packs on our backs or had our packs carried. However, people like to travel, um, but we were all all 
going towards a common goal, every one of us. And be that be that Santiago de Compostela, be that um, Finisterre or wherever, we were walking towards a common goal. Um, and I found myself still walking towards a goal even when I came home. You know, it doesn't finish when you get to Santiago. No, indeed, a lot of people say it only that's when your Camino begins. Yes, yes, it does. Yes, yes. And going yeah. home and going home can be can take a bit of oh. getting used to, can't it? Um yes, yes it can. It can. I mean I I actually felt, as I said before, at the end of it I oh, that's it, that's it, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> but and but then, you know, after a couple of weeks at home I'm sort of found myself walking around thinking Hmm. <laughs> wow. What am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Ah, I need to go and get my backpack out and have a look at it. And I need to look at my boots. I need to put my boots on and uh, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Camino yeah. detox. We never get told about it, do we? We don't. We don't. <laughs> and it's it really, really becomes hard to deal with in in a lot of ways. Yeah. But um. Well, I, 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 I started doing this podcast as a means to sort of maintain the engagement and keep talking about it because yeah. my, my family just was sick of me talking about it all the time. So I thought, oh, well, I'll, I know what I'll do. I'll start a podcast and then I've got an excuse to talk about it all the time. So it, it, it worked for me. I'm going to throw a few. Well, yeah, go yeah. on. I think I think that's part of the re- part of the reason also that I started up the um, Facebook group because people on the Facebook group were all of a common common goal and common interest, whereas um, family and friends here just didn't get it. Yeah. And they, they you, you started, you, you know, ask people to have a look at the community photos. They'd say, yes, um, you know, look for a couple of seconds and then lose interest very quickly because... It was just within their frame, so... Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. No, it is difficult to explain. I'm going to throw a few suggestions yeah. at you to see what you think. The first is food, food on the Camino. Yeah. What did you think? I like the food on the Camino, except, except, and it's a big except, I hated those bockets. Bo- bo- what are they called? Bocadillos? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the salami cheese, the hard rolls. Yes, <laughs> yes yeah, yes. I grew to hate those very, very, very quickly. Um, but I found the food. There was there was a choice. I mean, in some places there wasn't a choice, but in like small villages there wasn't much choice. But in the towns there was, you know, a choice of the pilgrims' meal or the menu there, or you went and sought out your own food, and it's really lovely. The other food I didn't like was the um, pulp. Oh, platypus. Oh, not platypus, uh, uh, octopus. Mm. <laughs> I said platypus. Didn't... I don't think there are many people eating platypus in Spain. Octopus. Octopus, octopus, <laughs> yeah. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell us about sleep. How did you go with sleep? 
Oh, this, oh. <laughs> well, once a week I'd book into a um, uh, a different place, like instead of instead of a hostel, um, instead of an albergue, I would book into a a place by myself, probably once every five or six days, just so I could get a good night's sleep. But funnily enough, on most of those nights I stayed away. Most yeah. of the night, yeah, listening, listening out for the snoring that wasn't there. <laughs> That's funny. What about the architecture? Did you love the architecture? Oh, absolutely, mm. absolutely, mm. yes, yes, yes. And um, Gifley sorted out because I actively, I love taking photos, and I love, you know, all the old buildings. The I love the buildings that are falling down, the buildings that new the new buildings that have been built up. Yep, absolutely adored it. And the churches. You said you were in a church earlier when you became overwhelmed yep. and felt the energy. The churches are extraordinary, yep. aren't they? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They amazing, amazing places. It, yeah, you go on. Let's go. I'll I'll leave I'll leave that one. It's a bit controversial. <laughs> What, what were you going to say? I was going to say about the some of the churches I found um, so highly decorated. I, you know, it made me cross because there were people that out there that suffered because because all the money went to the churches and not to them to decorate to decorate buildings. That's well, I think that's fair enough. I think that's a fair enough mm-hmm. view. Certainly, that mm. there'd be a lot of Spanish people who would agree with you as well. Mm. Yeah, mm. Uh, you mentioned the Meseta. Uh, overall, yes. how did you cope? I loved the Meseta. I, I just loved it. Uh, sometimes I would walk in my just all by myself. Other times, people would come up and walk with me for a while. Um, I'm a slow, a fairly slow walker, so they would walk f- with me for a while and then go on. But I loved the fact that it was, it reminded me of the of Australia of the wheat belt, and uh, I just love those wide open spaces where you can just walk and reflect and walk and reflect and just. In, just be. Yeah. And, yeah. I remember one day standing there thinking, <laughs> gosh, I'm, I'm out here in the middle of nowhere. I'm on my mm. own. There was mm. nobody. There was no cars. There was no houses. There was just absolutely nothing. Just, yep. just fields as far as the eye could see. And I thought, yep. well, I suppose there's nothing else for me to do but walk. Well, you had no, there was no other option, was there? And on I walked. And all, the only sound was the sound of my footsteps on the gravel. The crunch. The crunch, crunch, crunch. crunch, crunch. Yeah, and yeah. and it, it, after a while, I started to absolutely love that sound. <laughs> it was just, you know, clearly my mind was, was, was in a state, a state of almost yes. trance. Absolutely, absolutely, yep. But in 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 being there in that state mm. is just so invigorating, and as you told us earlier, you you were able to find a great clarity in that space, and that's a very very oh. a very wonderful thing. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the history 
being from Australia, even though we have a, a tens of thousands of years of Indigenous history, white man's history yeah. is only a couple of hundred years old. What did you make of the history that you lived and breathed in Spain? I was absolutely amazed by it, absolutely amazed, because um, our history in Australia, even as you, you, know, you say, we've got a long Indigenous history, but like for my age age group we had not learned about our much about our australian history at all during our schooling and um to to go over there to spain in spain and be walking amongst on roman roads and um seeing sort of um little monuments that had been built in the 13th century 14th century yeah. i found it absolutely absolutely amazing yeah, because we 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 I we, would pinch myself and say I can't I can't believe I'm touching a wall that's been here since yep. the Roman times. Yep. I mean, yep, yep. it just it doesn't. I suppose the Europeans think what are they talking about? But really, it's well, it's overwhelming for Australians, isn't it? Well, some of some of the Europeans I spoke to, some of the Spanish people I spoke to would laugh and sort of say, but but you know, but this is this is where we live this is this is you know they don't they don't think about it because it's it's been there with them forever sort of yeah thing. yeah that's right mm. the, the next Same. the yeah the next question was what did you make of the spanish people and you just mentioned them then <laughs> i loved them loved them i thought they were all friendly and helpful yeah. Uh, very helpful to me. Yeah. Um, wherever I went, people would, if I got lost, which I did numerous times, or thought I thought I was lost, um, there was always someone there that would point you in the right direction, that would give you a smile, that would um, offer you a drink of water. Yeah. If, like that happened to me quite a few times when I was obviously hot and... Um, in pain because I have some health issues and it um, it was an effort for me to walk at some you know on some of the days um, but there was always a nice someone nice there and in the albergues the Spanish people there were always helpful and yeah. friendly yeah. I thought it was absolutely fantastic uh, that's why I'm yeah. dying to go back are you are you <laughs> planning on going back Susan I am. I'm turning 70 next year and I'm planning a walk in April. How lovely. How fantastic. Yes. It's just after my birthday, but it's going to be, and it's another challenge because my spine is twisting at the moment. Oh. So it's going to be a challenge for me to challenge that and the issues that surround that and... um, see how far I can walk with, you know, before I have to sort of stop walking, if you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, yeah. Do you, can I ask, do you have a favourite place or section? Where's your favourite place on the Camino de Santiago? The Meseta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What would you say to someone listening to us who's thinking mm. of going? I'd say don't think about it. Don't overplan, just go. If it's in your head, just go. Just get your backpack and go. 
When you walked that first time back in 2013, mm. did you think the Camino would eventually be such a big part of your life? No, not at all. Not at all. No. And I'm really, I'm amazed at how big a part it has, has become. Yeah. Really. And really. pleased? It's... Pleased too. Oh, of course, of course, yes. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's actually, if you like, given me a lot to, like, I wake up in the morning and I think about the Camino. Not every morning, mind you, but I think about it and I think, oh, that freedom, that loveliness of just putting on your pack each day, getting up out of bed, putting your clothes on, putting your boots on, washing your face, cleaning your teeth, putting your pack on and walking out the door. And that's all you have to worry about. You don't have to worry about, oh, who's doing this and who's doing that at home or what's happening in the house. You just, you've got nothing. You just walk each day and that's what I lo I'd love to do. Yeah. I'd love to keep on doing it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I can't wait. Yeah. People often say they feel a need to give something back to the Camino. And you're yeah. certainly doing that, aren't you, in, 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 in developing and, and encouraging the fellowships through the Facebook page? Well, I'd like to think I'm doing that, yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it, I'm, I've helped a lot of people by, by, doing, by having the group by, um, and having the group meetings and things like that. And so I'm giving back because people, because of the group, a lot of people say, this is why I'm going to walk because I've been encouraged so much by the group um, yeah, and, and I, things like that. Yeah, yes. and, and, and mm. I know that occasionally someone will put something up and they'll ask a question, it might be something where, you know, where's the best place to stay here or, or what, what should I do about this or indeed how do I get from A to B? And people are so generous and engaging because they want to give mm. back too. So you're providing this forum Absolutely. where people can continue to engage and talk and, and share and listen mm. <laughs> and learn. Mm. And you've, you know, I think it's fantastic. And learn and I, yeah. I always write to them. People often ask, um, preface their question with, oh, this might, oh, sorry, but this might be a silly question. And I write back and say, no question is silly. If you feel you need to, to ask a question, ask it. Nothing is nothing is silly. Nothing is wrong, and there are no rules. There are no rules on the Camino, really, it, apart from you know good etiquette and in albergues and things like that. But there are rules that you don't have to walk. You don't have to walk x amount of kilometres a day. You don't have to wear certain boots. Um, you don't have to carry a backpack if you don't feel like it and I like that's that's a part of what we offer or what I offer as my sort of thing on the group I like people to sort of feel oh hmm and you know think that yeah hey don't um don't overthink it don't overthink it don't over plan 
That's right. Don't overthink it Mm. and don't overplan it. Go and enjoy it. And as I said at the start, wherever you go becomes Mm. a part of you somehow. Absolutely. It becomes a part of you. Yes, yes. I've just come back from France, actually, and that has become a part of me Well, I was actually going to ask you about that next. Mm. I saw on your Mm. Facebook page some beautiful photographs. Absolutely beautiful <laughs> photographs. So where have you been? What what was that trip about? Well, I went with a friend um, and initially it was a barge, uh, a week's trip on a barge to uh, from Dijon to a little town called Tournou in the Burgundy region of France. And oh, then after that, we were on our we uh, stayed for a week together, and ended up eventually in Lyon, but travelled to some amazing little places in that week. Um, on the barge, everyone else, everyone went off the barge each day on a bicycle, except for me, because so I couldn't I couldn't ride my bike because of my um, back issues. Right. But um, I just adored sitting up the front of the barge and going along the canals and into the river and taking photos and just enjoying it. And then I enjoyed the little towns we walked through afterwards. It was just stunning. And climbing, climbing. Um, I put a Facebook post up yesterday about climbing up one of the um, historic sites there. And I just, just loved it. And it's, it's got into my blood now as well. Well, that's, uh, I can't believe it because really for someone who only a few years ago, five years ago or four years ago mm. was very hesitant about stepping out on their own, mm. you've really forged a whole new, <laughs> a, whole, a whole new journey, haven't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And at, um, a lot of the times it's my reason for waking up in the morning. How's that? Well, that's a pretty good, pretty good motivation, a pretty good mm, motivation. Mm, and, mm. And, and I want to say, if I may, congratulations. Oh, thank you. You've for been, what, you've, for? well, for, for finding Susan. <laughs> thank you. There'll be a lot of people <laughs> listening to this saying, you know what? I wish I could find myself. Yeah, congratulations, okay. because if you're taking Susan Thank off you. to parts of France and sitting in the front of barges going down little canals and rivers in France, <laughs> I think Susan's doing all right. <laughs> hey? I think you've looked Thank after you. her well. I, I think I did too. Yeah, well done. I think done. I do. Yeah. I think I do. You do yes, indeed. Yes, congratulations. Yes, yes, you've yes. been very, you. very kind with your time, Susan. And safe Thanks, travels yes. in the days, weeks and months and indeed years ahead. Thank you. Thank you. And buen, yes. and buen, buen camino. Buen, buen camino to you as well. And have a wonderful journey on your journey, which starts tomorrow. It does. Is, it? is yes. that right? Yes. And yes. the people listening to this will be listening to it while I'm on the Camino. So fingers crossed, I come home oh. safe and sound. God willing, I will. You will, you will, you'll have a, an amazing time. Yeah. Thank you, yes. Susan. Yes. Lovely to talk okay. to you. All the best and buen camino to you. Thank you, Dan. Bye now. Okay. Bye. Susan Morris there. Wasn't that a great yarn? 
Susan is the co-convener of the Facebook page for Australian and international pilgrims, the Australian Pilgrims on the Camino Santiago de Compostela. Just search for Australian Pilgrims on Facebook and you'll find it there. While I'm somewhere between Lourdes and Santiago de Compostela walking my second Camino, the podcasts will continue every Tuesday. You can follow my journey by searching hashtag the singing pilgrim or hashtag el, el peregrino cantante. I'm taking a small guitar with me and I'm singing for my supper across Spain. Remember the line in the card I received this week, wherever you go becomes a part of you somehow. It's certainly true of the Camino de Santiago. Thanks for your support. I think I have the best job in the world and it's thanks to you. Until next week, I'm Dan Mullins. Buen Camino. Buen Camino.